0: Today's Rosh Chodesh Av. We are entering a month of Mishinichnas Av. Maimed in Simcha. Simcha is steadily declining. Chazal tell us that we have to lessen our Simchanat. We have to ban it outright. So as a result, we cut back on many things that bring us simcha. However, one thing that we don't come back, cut back on is the busy dating season in the summer months. Many of our Bachim are home, they're local, so are the girls. And rather than waste these precious weeks, shaduchim are in full swing. As a resident of Mansi, with lots of friends and relatives in New York and Brooklyn and Lakewood. I'm not just aware of this, I'm actually taking part in it. As Muncie is the unofficial midpoint between Lakewood and the Catskills, my house has become, for all intents and purposes, a staging ground for dates. In the past two weeks alone, I've had five dates go out from my house. <laughs> in other words, the girl and her parents come early and they set up and the boy comes later at the appointed time and he picks up the girl and they go out for a date. So. Some of the mothers bring along food and they and, and, and drinks and they offer the boy to sit down, talk to the father. Most of the time the boy doesn't touch it. Some are less formal, they just meet the boy at the door, hello, goodbye, off they go. I, because I'm the owner of the house, I'm expected to make myself scarce in my own house. Although there was one person who explicitly told me that I better vanish. And I hide myself away when the boy arrives. Baruch Hashem, I must say we've had a good track record so far. Two couples have gotten engaged, and most of the dates were successful. Only one girl really had a miserable time, and I happened to be around when she came home from the date. As I am close to the family, I managed to overhear the girl telling her mother about the date. The boy was boring, had nothing to say, he was too short, his suit was ugly, he drove too slowly, he got lost. It, was a, it wasn't a single positive thing that she said all night. Mustering up the courage, I asked her if there was anything good about the boy. I mean, was there anything good about the date? And her reply was a very real eye-opener. I only focused on the negative things, she said. Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Weed out the negative so I'm only left with the positive? I'll tell you, I almost choked when I heard her words. Only focus on the negative? Why would anyone only focus on negative? How can focusing on something negative create something positive? The Miraglim only focus on the negative when they scatter out their Yisrael. And as a result, they came back and they reported, Lashon Hara, only negative. <clears throat> they had an opportunity to see the positive benefits of the Holy Land, of Eretz they could see the potential, the greatness, and extol its virtues. They could have trusted in Hashem and told the people, the land is great, the land is worthwhile, the land is ours, we can go in there, we can claim it. They could have spoken positive words and history would have been changed forever. Unfortunately, they didn't. We know what happened. They cried on the night of Tishabov, and because they cried, that's why the Rebbe says, I'm going to give you something to cry about. That's the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. As we know, the first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed on account of the three cardinal sins, Gilei the second base mean, this was lost because of sinas chinam, baseless hatred. But the emet why did we sin in the first place? What was the root of this, of of this avera? Why was where was all the hatred stemming from? The answer is negativity. Rav M'chaim explains that when the Jewish people were complaining in the Parsha, Parshas Devarim, it says they were complaining about the fact that Hashem took them out of Egypt. They said, Hashem oisanu. Because Hashem hates us, He took us out of Egypt to die in the Midbar. Can we even fathom such words? We look back at this instant, we think to ourselves, these were holy people, how could such people speak such terrible, nefarious words? How can they have been so ungrateful, complaining about the greatest thing that ever happened to them, and saying, Hashem hates them? The same theme runs through the very first sin of Adam and Chava. Hashem told them not to eat from the Eitz Hadass. Why not? They said, Hashem wants to rule over us. He doesn't want us to be as great as Him. That is why He told us not to eat from the Eitz Hadass. It was pushit, negative hatred. The same thing happened with the Miraglim. They didn't trust that Hashem wants their good. They had to check it out for themselves. They had to go and scout out the land. And they came back complaining how terrible the land is. Hashem wants bad for us. Their behavior came from an attitude of negativity as well as a total lack of appreciation. (inaudible) Because Hashem hates us. Could you imagine so many terrible tragedies have happened and continue to happen to Klai Yisrael because of these words? This negative attitude is the root of all our problems and all of our sins. It is our duty to focus on the positive and to recognize that Hashem is Hatoiv Umeitiv. He only wants good. If we could just stop and realize that Hashem does only good for us, we would finally get back all those things that we truly are missing. So this nine days, this Yimei Am and Tisha B'Av Tzayton, let us try to think about what we have by thanking Hashem for all that He does. And then we will begin to feel His tremendous love and the goodness He gives us. Stop complaining, stop being negative, and start thanking the Abishta. The more positive we are and the more gratitude we express, the faster we reach to the Binyan Hashlishi, Bemher be Amenu Amen.